Hello and welcome to the show with me, Gillian Godsell. Today, my guest is Adam Buktila, who is the director of Demerge, which is an NFT concierge service platform. What an interesting, interesting concept. Welcome, Adam, to the show. Hey, Gillian. Thank you very much for having me. So NFTs are all the flavor of the month. Um, what attracted you to NFTs? Well, so we got involved in the digital asset NFT space about two or three years ago. Uh, one of the things that really excites me about them that kind of drew me to it was just, I guess, how diverse it is. There's no one size fits all when it comes to NFTs. So it doesn't matter if you're a musician, if you're an artist, photographer, there's something that you can actually do. And I see it as a new business model for not only the entertainment industry, but also for businesses and brands as well. And why did you opt for like a concierge service? Is there a need for that, do you think? Yeah, well, I mean, with any new technology, you've seen it with the early days of social media as well. Sometimes people just need guidance. What's possible? Okay, if you have a musician who wants to release an album, you've got a photographer maybe with an old set of photos. They may not know the steps that it takes to actually get that out onto a blockchain. So what we do is we work with a number of different blockchains. We're very deeply embedded in the WAX ecosystem. And there's a whole host of reasons why we would use WAX, namely because it's actually possible to launch these higher volume collections and a way for people to build communities. So I think for me, that's one of the reasons why businesses, musicians, as I said, artists, they may not know how to traverse that world. So mm. they can, like us, they can we can talk to them about what are the options, what's available, what's the sales structure, basically just kind of walk them through step by step. I suppose because um, NFT is such a new technology and it is changing rapidly, rapidly all the time. I mean, I think people started off and they just did their, um, their regular you know, images or they had uh, uh, graphic artists doing stuff and I got real people coming in. Um, what do you say, what's important about the, um, you know, with the Beeple sale that happened for the 60 million, 30 million, whatever, a huge amount of money. That wasn't, that, that image, although it was unique and it was sold, but that image is not on a decentralized server. So that, that's, it's, not, it's not an image on a centralized server, which is a problem or a potential problem. So that was one of the, the issues that was kind of coming out with some of these NFT projects. Not sure about Beeple in particular, but basically it's where is the NFT stored? So if it's a JPEG, if it's a PNG, whatever type of file it is, if that's stored on a central server and something goes down, your NFT may be lost. So there are different decentralized file storage mechanisms out there and protocols. One of the most popular would be IPFS, the interplanetary file storage. And that will basically just allow somebody to hash an image, which will be stored on multiple nodes. So it makes it a lot more secure uh, in terms of uptime for the NFT. Yeah, so it is quite technical, isn't it? You're right. So if someone's coming to this who are a skilled you know, a musician, they're not... You wouldn't expect them to understand all this for starters. I mean, because it is, it's quite, you get quite technical quite quickly. So tell me, you had one of your first projects that you managed was with a young uh, rap artist, I understand. Tell mm -hmm. me how you approached it and what did you want and, and what was the outcome? Yes, yeah, so that was an interesting one. That was back in May. We were working with Cinematic Music Group, who are a label, I guess you'd call them almost like a rap incubator label. They bring on a lot of these up and coming artists. And one in particular, an artist called Skywater and very experimental. Um, he wanted to think outside the box with his mixtape. So usually you have the typical avenues you will release on Spotify, you will release on the streaming platforms, but they wanted to also do an NFT sale. So what we basically decided was to take each one of his tracks, create an NFT, which represents one of the tracks 
and put it into these random packs. So you may have seen some of the pack sales on Wax and some of the other networks. Basically, you had three rarity tiers where you could get the piece of art, you could get a moving piece of art, or you could actually get the NFT with the song embedded into it. So that was something which was unique with that project. So you're now talking about packs. This is interesting. So it's not straight. So how how did you how did you work out the packs? How how's that done? Yeah, so that comes down to the sales mechanics as we were talking about. So what we do is we look at the type of art that we've got, the type of project, and then we see what's the best fit for it. So should you do what we would call kind of a high volume, low value sale, or should you try to go for the low volume and a much higher value? So you see some of that on the Ethereum network, some of the other blockchain networks that are out there. With Skywater, we made the decision that it was more important to get these NFTs into the hands of more people as we wanted to get his music out there, introduction to- So the it was a promotional thing for me. He wanted to build awareness as well. It wasn't, it wasn't necessarily the money per se. It was it wasn't necessarily the money. It was mainly to kind of give people the opportunity. I mean, if, if you go and you mint an NFT for 10 or $15,000, you've got a very limited set of people who will buy that. A lot of the times they're crypto focused people, maybe already in the NFT world. It may be a little bit harder to get somebody who is a fan of the artist to shell out 10 or 15K so especially a young rap artist i can't imagine there's very many billionaires following him perhaps this is the thing this is why i like the nft market is because as i said there's no one size fits all you can take it doesn't matter if you're a musician if you're a photographer with safari photos you can put that into a campaign and try to leverage this new technology with skywater that's very much what we've done what we tried to do really i mean with young up-and-coming artists there's I suppose, as I say, there's a limited set of things they can do. They put their music onto Spotify. We know that the revenues from streaming aren't so favorable to the artists. You'll have to get millions of streams in order to kind of, you know, get a couple of thousand dollars. And with NFTs, it's proving to be a lot more profitable. So if you can get a smaller number of your fans to maybe pay $10, $15 for a pack of NFTs, can actually translate into the equivalent of millions of streams, which up-and-coming artists sometimes find it hard to get. Wow. Okay, so that was your first project. Second project, quite different. Um, this was uh, with um, a, a photographer, Christina Janssen, and um, um, Muhammad Ali. So that, I mean, this is obviously a big project, big name, very different, different audience. How did you approach this project? Yeah, so quite similar. Usually at the start of all of these projects, although they're all very diverse, you start them the same way. Analyze who's the audience that you want to target. What do you want to achieve with the set? What I really loved about the Christina Janssen collection now, not only the fact that it was Ali, I'm a crazy Ali fan, but also I think it showcased that a photographer or an artist, they can have something in their possession for quite a long time. Christina took these pictures in 1986 of Muhammad Ali and she held on to the negative. She's been doing a lot of charitable work exhibitions throughout the years. So we basically made the decision again to analyze the market on wax, see what type of sale would resonate. So we've seen the success of William Shatner, Leonard Nimoy, some of these other, I guess you could say iconic figures who've done their NFT sales. And we very much modeled that process where we had Christina's pictures, we had them in different rarities. And again, we packed them into these uh, NFT random packs. And there was another element which was great we had a charitable element too so there was a special nft all of the proceeds go to boxing futures 
So we managed to raise $10,000 uh, for charity in that project as well. That's amazing. That is just like in one. And how long did it take? This project it sold out, didn't it? This project sold out. So we had two of our main packs sold out in eight minutes, which was very impressive. We had at one point, I think there was 15,000 people in the queue uh, waiting to buy these NFTs. So the sale went really well. Um, our final pack then sold out just about 20 hours after the sale went live. So total of about 150,000 dollars in revenue so again it showcases that for photographers people who may be sitting on this work you know there are collectors out there that through this new medium through this new technology they may be able to leverage that and, and get involved okay so the next project you're working on that's going to be coming very soon and um, this is quite a different one so uh it's homegrown and I'm it's got it's got story lore it's got lore and stuff so okay nf trippy you don't have to explain this. This is not straightforward. It's trippy. The wonderful world of mushrooms. So I guess before I say that, there's a whole host of uh, what you'll see, I guess, with all of the projects that we run is they're all quite different, right? But they showcase, I suppose, a different, um, well, where you've got the Skywater Project, which is a musician, and we're trying to prove the, the model there. You have Christina Janssen, who's the photographer. Now with NF Trippy, you've got a group of independent artists who really passionate about the NFT world. They actually want to build out a whole series and the series tells a story they've all got characters the characters are different mushrooms in the series um so you're seeing a lot of projects are taking this approach they're using i guess you could say almost like gamification they're putting a theme around the story i mean you've seen what writer have done with crypto finney excellent project we've been following that since the start but basically there's a whole lore beside the whole theme so i didn't know a lot about this at first but there are thousands of different types of mushrooms. So what the guys are doing is breaking up their series into a couple of releases. Mm -hmm. the release NF Trippy Series One will go live now in a couple of weeks. So the whole theme is you have to keep your eye on the socials because you never know when these NFTs, these mushrooms, are going to fruit. Ah, so okay. So these are like um, gorilla NFTs, gorilla marketing. Kind of keep it in line with if you go out foraging if you go and look for mushrooms, you're, you're not necessarily always going to find them. So the fruiting date will be announced and we'll have a limited pack sale. And that very much just kicks off the series. So you'll have seven mushrooms. They'll be in three different rarities. And we've got a crafting and burning mechanism, which we've worked with facings uh, to help us build. So it's actually kind of a game. You'll open up your packs. You won't get mushrooms. You'll actually get chemicals. These chemicals have to be combined to get your mushroom. And then you follow along the crafting to reach enlightenment. And that's the whole theme is that you're helping Mushy, who's the mascot, reach enlightenment. So as you go through the different levels, you collect all of the mushrooms, there's special prizes all throughout. So what the artists have done in this one is they've actually created a one-of-one -one pair of shoes. So hand-painted, uh, these are really, really cool. And they'll be given out to people who hold the rarest NFTs and who also hold a ticket that will be in one of the packs. So these are physical items. These are physical Interesting. items. Interesting. So it's, it's a combination, isn't it, of, it's like with the Kings of Leon, when they, you bought their NFT, but you also got the vinyl as well. So it's clever, clever use of just playing around with stuff. It's a lot of fun. So this is going to be happening in a couple of weeks' time. And then our, what are the plans going forward? I mean, you just there's this endless, endless different variety of stuff coming down. Yeah, so that's the thing. We've got a whole host of opportunities we're screening at the moment. Obviously, with the Muhammad Ali, we're looking at different athletes. We're looking at different photographers to see what's possible in that space. 
Um, with NF Trippy, this is very much just the beginning. So as I say, this is volume one. The guys will be pushing that out now in a couple of weeks. But keep your eyes peeled because they've got really big plans. As you've seen, certain projects are integrating with metaverses. You've got a lot of NFTs merging into games. And that's very much the theme which we'll be going for as well. So volume one is very much very cool art. It's educational and awareness about the mushroom. But then as it goes further, it's going to kind of tell a whole story and it will be an adventure throughout the series. Another piece, I guess, just to say, so the guys are also passionate about the research and development that are going on in the world of mushrooms and psychedelics. So a portion of the revenue from NF Trippy will be donated to MAPS, which is the Multidisciplinary Association of Psychedelic Studies. Okay, well, it is. And it, that's a very exciting area. I've read a bit about that and very, very interesting. Of course, it's fun to kind of talk, you know, NF Trippy and these kind of psychedelic mushrooms, but actually there's some real work going on here in the space. You've seen certain states in the US have now legalized, not necessarily for recreational purposes, but there's a lot of good things that psilocybin and these other chemicals can, can do. So I've heard about stuff where someone could be suffering from depression for years and years and years, loads of therapy, nothing happens, and two five-minute interactions with the psychedelics over six months, bang, gone. Mad, yeah. mad. It's crazy. And the artists, Jack, Aaron, the team, they really opened my eyes to a lot of this as we were going through. So again, back to the process of how this works, we'll have an artist, we'll have somebody who will approach us and say, we've got a concept. So we'll sit down and we'll help them with the entire set. What it is, is their vision, I guess. And then we break it down into how can that be delivered? So what they wanted to do, as I said, was education and awareness about the mushroom. They wanted to have some donations to further the research and also bridge that gap between digital and physical. And if you're looking at the future of NFTs, I think that's very much where the market's going to go. Perfect. And if people want to find out more about you, Adam, and the NF Trippy, uh, tri trippy i'm tripping over my tongue now sorry in particular uh where can they go yeah so you can find us at demerch.io um you can find nf trippy at nftrippy.com and also on telegram on discord and let me think i'm definitely missing something and on twitter at nftrippy underscore so the guys have a lot of lore which they're putting out the story about the mushroom they say i'm smiling when i'm talking but it's kind of a it's a crazy set but what we're trying to do is kind of see what's possible in the NFT world in terms of the crafting, the build mechanics, making it a fun set with some compelling art. So hopefully it resonates. Watch this space. Absolutely. Watch this space. But I mean, it just back to the kind of the wax world and what we're seeing. I mean, some of the projects out there now, you've got Alien Worlds, you've got Or Planet. We've seen what Finney and the writer team have done there where they create an entire concept. Like with Finney, people were creating the coins and they were hearing about the story before the packs even went live. So they were building up a community. They were telling the tale. And that's something which is really compelling to me. And that's why I really like the Wax ecosystem. Perfect. Well, I wish you every success with the next project and the ones that come after it too. Yes, thank you very much. I'll be sure to keep you posted. Thanks. Thank you, Adam.